0: Hey guys, welcome to the number 113 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. Today we are going to be recapping the Wizards vs. 76ers game. We're going to be reacting to some of the 10-day contract signings the Wizards didn't make because of how many players are in health and safety protocol. And we will be previewing the Wizards at Heat game. That will be uh, happening in about 30 minutes as I am recording this episode. It's almost guaranteed now. We're not going to hit 1,000 views by the new year. We're 15 short of 1,200. Can we just? I mean, 2,200 uh, instead of 2,300, which we want to hit. Can we just please hit 2,200? I mean, I really, really would appreciate it. I I think that'd be really great for us to do. So please, eight thousand eight. I'm sorry, two thousand um and two hundred uh views by the New Year, us to hit that mark at least. We need fifteen views in the next couple days. I know we can do it. So please, let's hit that view mark. But a lot to talk about as we usually do have to here on We Talk with Chase. So let's get into it right now, starting with the Wizards vs. 76ers recap. And this game couldn't have gone any worse. For the Wizards. A 21 point loss, 117 to 96. Now making the Wizards the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. Back then, really what they were when they were 15 and 15. And now you got a very, very tough game against the Heat. So losing this kind of game, or at least having players, is tough. But still, I know Philadelphia has been down the season, but this is still a very talented Philadelphia basketball club. Joel B ended up with 36 points, 13 rebounds, and assists, a steal and two blocks. On the other hand, Tobias Harris, who I said wouldn't do good. I was wrong. He had 23-7-3-1 with good efficiency from the field. He's just... I mean, it's really hard for the... To, I mean, we saw what happened in last year's playoffs. And not only that, yes, the 76ers are missing Ben Simmons. However, and they were missing some other depth as well. However, the Wizards were also missing guys like Bradley Beal, like a TV's Pope, um Hachimura, Brian, etc. That... After all that, nothing changes, and it's just going to be another dominant win for the 76ers over the Wizards. That now makes, oh my gosh, it's just unbelievable. Five out of the last six games, um, I'm sorry, excuse me, seven out of the last eight games that the 76ers have played, the Washington Wizards have ended up in a win. That is unacceptable when we look at the Wizards, and they really, really struggle to beat this Philadelphia 76ers team. Corey Kisper wasn't the same player, a really inefficient player, including 5 from the field. Um, yes, Kyle Kuzma had 12 points. He was a minus 23. I mean, truly, it, the only guys that had a positive plus-minus were Joe Ayai, Joe Ayai Jordan Schahel, and Isaiah Todd. Because they played four minutes. <clears throat> Round because the Wizards right now, they are just not playing good basketball. And there's no other way to describe it. The 76ers shot way more efficient than the Wizards, and I mean way more efficient. Thirty-eight point seven percent from three, uh, to the Wizards twenty-four point two percent from the f- uh, free throw. Uh, of, excuse me, from the three-point line. And it's just they gotta get better, right? I love to see Dallas Fortton have a good game with fourteen points, but eventually it's just not getting the job done. Spencer Dinwiddie is shooting under fifty percent for the field. It's just Right now, the Wizards aren't going to go anywhere when every single player in their starting lineup has a negative 20 plus minus or, or worse. It's unacceptable. It, it truly is unacceptable at this point. So, obviously, though, the big thing that did happen in this game and the thing that we have to talk about was Montrose Harrell's fight with Joel Embiid. And it looked like they made some contact near that neck and throat area. They didn't. They were just grabbing onto each other. There was a little pushing and shoving, but I love having Montresor in the scenario when you're the Wizards, right? And B being a little aggressive, right? You might need a spark plug. You could get Harold in there, and and B was kind of attacking Harold, so Harold kind of pushed back. Uh, and B was kind of fouling Harold, so Harold pushed back. And then they started pushing each other, and then a fight broke out, and they really started going after each other. I like a guy like Montrose Harold, who he's not a guy that's just going to sit back and let him fight him, and then it becomes a whole thing. He's like. All right, do you want to come at me? I'll come right back after you. And I think that's something I really do like about Montres Harrell, the fact that he does have that mentality. Yes, he got kicked out of the game one of the next plays after for making another one of those like, bad fouls, but I really do like Montrezl Harrell's uh, ability to kind of change a game in that way and stick up for his players and stick up for himself and know that other players aren't go- going to attack the players in the Wizards or the entire team as a whole. And I think that's something we really learned about Montre. that we knew about Montrezl, but we learned even more about him um, in this game. But even even when he was in the game, I didn't expect he had a good, good game. He did. He was also the other player that did have a positive, plus, minus. He had a plus three, 15 points, four rebounds, three so assists. This is the game, really, that Montrezl Harrell was breaking out. So the fact that he got kicked out, uh, it was the time of the game was close, too. Ever since he got kicked out, the game got out of hand, and the 76ers won the basketball game. Before we do move on to the preview, uh, we are going to uh, recap uh, the fantasy points. Joel Embiid had any 55 to 60 fantasy points. He got 69. Truly an unbelievable game for Joel Embiid. In a couple games before that game, he had 75 fantasy points. So, yeah, uh, Joel Embiid is having a really nice uh, stretch right now. Spencer Jiminy had any 40 to 45 fantasy points. He got 25 I had Denny Avdia getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. He got 29 really close there. And I had Tobias Harris getting 15 to 20 fantasy points. He got 41. I was completely off on Dimwitty and on Tobias Harris. At least I was average on beat and go with Avdia. I'll give myself an average over all. But in general, I'm now I am back down to under 500 on my predictions. 16 and 17, I did think the Wizards would win the game. They did not. see yes, again, 16, 17 on my predictions. Wizards are 17 and 16. Uh, we're both Wizards right now. We're, we're both average. My predictions for the games and the Wizards right now. But let's see if they could bounce back right against the Miami Heat. And before we do preview that game, which is coming up very, very soon, we do need to talk about some of the guys that were signed to 10-day contracts. And I waited to record this episode later than I usually do for podcast episodes. Because right now, there are a lot of players signed to 10-day contracts. We already react to Jordan hell signed to a 10-day contract. Well, Craig, uh, Craig Ward, right? He was just signed to a 10-day contract unexpectedly. It wasn't supposed to happen. He is now uh, on the Washington Wizards roster. Jordan Goodwin, we talked about him in the summer league. You wanna learn more about him? Please go to the, the and the, the range of the 30 for episodes of his talk with Chase. 30 to 39 episode of his talk with Chase. I talk about Jordan Gobin a lot in there and what he could do as a player. He played great in the summer league, had a, a great 29-30 point game earlier in the G League season with the Capital City Gogo. Craig Ward was also a part of the Capital City Go-Go. They have been brought up on 10-day contracts. And Alizai Johnson has been everywhere. I know he's trying to spend some time with the Nets at some point last year. He's been a part with the Bulls organization. He's just been everywhere recently. Um, He is now, uh, just literally, a couple minutes ago, right before I hit record, um, just signed a 10-day contract with the Washington Wizards. So, and I'm going to mention here how the Wizards... Their their right now is just insane, so they have to sign all these guys to ten day contracts. And I think they'll eventually like the NBA made a rule now you can have more than 11, you can have more guys on the roster because there's so many guys on protocol right now. You need guys to play. You can't just have like six guys who can play basketball. You need guys to play. So I think the NBA has to solve something. I don't know if it has to do with the vaccine or whatever. Like if you're vaccinated or whatever, you don't need to go on protocol, or if it's like. Um, something like if you're asymptomatic, you can come back in a day or so, because like right now, team's Colorado Pope has been out for a while, Bradley Beal's been out for a while, How Neto now, this is like his third day in, in, in COVID protocol. So I think eventually health and safety protocol. So they're going to have to figure out a way to. I think the NBA to adjust this because right now what's going on is is unfair to other teams and I think it's making sports less fun. The fact that Tyler Huntley, I'm a Ravens fan, he got COVID, that's not good, right? So the fact that I had to watch Josh Jones, he's a decent quarterback, but he's not Tyler Huntley considering uh, Lamar was hurt too. And you know, the game got out of hand because the Ravens have so many uh, injuries and guys in the COVID list. So it's like, I think, eventually, sports got to find a decision to somehow change this health and safety protocol thing because it's getting a little out of hand, and it's kind of making sports not as fun as they usually are. But, yeah, so those were the guys that signed all the 10-day contracts. Craig Ward, uh, Jordan Gowin, and Alexander Johnson. We will be talking more about them in their 10-day contract stretch with the Wizards. Okay. Here he is. It's the preview. Wizards at Heat. Of course, we start off with the injuries. And guys, grab your popcorn because it's going to be a while. For the Wizards, Thomas Bryant, not only is he on the IR, he just got in health and safety protocol. Bradley Peel's in health and safety protocol. David Clodel Pope's in health and safety protocol. Anthony Gill's in health and safety protocol. Ruby Hachimura's in health and safety protocol. Montrez Harrell is out in with in health and safety protocol. Aaron Holiday is out with health and safety protocol. And Helenetto is out with health and safety protocol. <sighs> for the Heat, a Bayo's out. Dwayne Denman's out. Udonis Haslam is out with Health and Safety Protocol. Kyle Lowry is out with Health and Safety Protocol. Marquise Morris, former Wizards out. Victor Oladipo is out. And it looks like P.J. Tucker will be out as well. He is questionable currently for the game. Boy oh boy when I told you guys to grab your popcorn you could have grabbed an extra bag, you could've grabbed a drink. It's it's unbelievable. They they there's so many injuries to say right now. And and it's it's getting out of hand. It's truly just I mean, you guys could go to the injuries for uh, especially for the wizard right now. Eight thousand on the safety protocol. Eight. Not nope. not one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. Eight. It, it, it's truly unbelievable. I did not expect it to come to this point, as this Omicron variant has really been spreading like no other, and it's been really affecting sports in a way, as it looks like then the NHL will even suspend their, postpone their games uh, for a little longer. It's truly really unbelievable. Now moving on to starting lineups. For the Wizards, Spencer Jiminy, Corey, uh, Corey Kispert, Denny Avdia, Kyle Kuzma, and Daniel Gaffer. That's a, a brand new lineup that they've just been using the last couple games because a lot of players have been out. And for the Heat, Dave Vincent Masters, uh Jimmy Butler, Duncan Robinson, and Omre Yastrava, seven, excuse, excuse me if I pronounce that name wrong. That will be the starting lineup for the Miami Heat. And yes, the Heat has injuries, but considering the Wizards losing so much depth, it's going to be really, really hard. And I mean really, really hard for them to win this game my prediction i have the heat winning 107 to 92 starting with my cobert's catch i think the heat will pretty much dominate the wizards because of the wizards injuries eight i repeat like i said eight players are in health and safety protocol for the wizards and i understand that the heat are missing out of bio and lowry those they're two big names, two of their best players uh, for the game, but they've won without Odomayo already. Bam and Biles on my fantasy team. I always keep track of the Heat's wins. The Heat are always winning games right now. Like they're, they're winning games. They're 21 to 13. Like they're winning games without Bam and bio The Wizards have uh, have done close have close to no depth right now. No depth. Cassius Winston just about a week ago was the 13th man on the Wizards and will now be coming off the uh, bench during the first round of substitutions as probably the seventh man on the Wizards. The Heat will take advantage of this and get a nice. 15 point victory over their close division opponent. As yes, if we the Wizards fall to 500 here, they will fall down to third in their division now, but and then having to fight with Atlanta. Uh, for that spot, surprising Atlanta, um, not higher in that in that spot, but that that's something uh, for another day to talk about the Wizards division. But um, yeah, that's really what I think. That's my prediction. That's my Coburn's catch. We get a couple more seconds to go though. Starting with my sp- or going uh, on with my spread time, it's the Wizards plus seven, Heat minus seven, over under two hundred eight and a half. I would pick the Heat over under two hundred eight. And a half, I would pick the under. I because of all the injuries, because of all the guys in healthy safety, health and safety protocol, you're going to have less scores out there. It's going to be more of a defensive game. I know I have the Heat scoring 107, but that's because of the Wizards' defense. The Heat also has some more regular players like Jimmy Butler, like Tyler Hero. These guys, for example, I do think. The Heat will take great advantage uh, of the opportunity. They'll score, but in general, I do think it will be a lower-scoring game. And for my spread, I have the Wizards plus 9.5, Heat minus 9.5, over-under 200.5. I would pick the under, and I would pick the Heat. I'd pick the same thing. I would have uh, the spread and the over-under different, though. Uh, moving on to fantasy outlook. I have Jimmy Butler getting 55 to 60 fantasy points. I have Tyler Hero getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. I have Spencer Dinwiddie getting 30 to 35 fantasy points. And I have Daniel Gaffer getting 25 to 30 fantasy points. Butler and Hero single handedly will lead the heat. I mean, Butler's probably going to have over 30. Hero's going to be somewhere in the high 20s. Um, And then I think Dinwiddie and Gaffer will just be the two best players in the Wizards because eventually players got to show up. And to even keep the game watchable, and so I think those are just going to be the, the two guys that do step up to make the game watchable, if that makes sense. And last but not least, what punctuation do you put on that percentage? 61.4% in favor of Miami is very reasonable. The Wizards have so many injuries, like I mentioned, and along with the lack of depth, they also have lack of chemistry, especially with new guys like Jordan Skahel, Jordan Gowen, etc., who have been called up recently. I give this percentage a period. That is going to do it for today's episode of Wish Talk with Chase. I know it kind of got negative toward the end because of all, like, the COVID uh, outbreaks and stuff. But hopefully you guys still do enjoy the game tonight. Um, Please, uh, if you do enjoy this podcast, please subscribe. And you did enjoy this episode. Please subscribe, follow, share, view. Now i are trying to hit 1,200 views uh, by the new year and the weekend that marks up. Please subscribe, follow, share, view. I will be giving my all-star predictions soon. I know that's really been a huge talk right now, the all-star. Or at least it is going to be a huge talk coming up. So coming up in the, in the next week or so, I will be giving... My all star prediction, and there will be a full episode. Uh, forget that, that won't be a part of an episode. That will be a full episode just about that. I know those episodes are uh, fun for you guys to listen to, and, and they're a lot of fun to make personally. Hope you guys enjoyed, and of course, as always, enjoy the game tonight. And of course, I'll see you next time. Peace.